Human evolution is a complex and dynamic process that involved multiple species, regions, and adaptations over millions of years. But what were the main factors that influenced the emergence and diversification of our ancestors and relatives? And how did they cope with the changing environments and habitats that they encountered? One of the main factors that scientists have been investigating is climate change. Climate change is not a new phenomenon. It has been happening throughout Earth's history, driven by natural cycles and events such as orbital variations, volcanic eruptions, and asteroid impacts. These affected the temperature, precipitation, vegetation, and fauna of different regions, creating opportunities and challenges for the survival and expansion of different organisms, including humans. But how can we reconstruct the past climate and its impact on human evolution? What are the sources of evidence and methods of analysis that we can use? And what are the main hypotheses and debates that have emerged from this research? Well, these are some of the questions that we're going to explore in this episode. So sit back and relax, because this one's going to be interesting. I'm your host, Mr. Earth Guy, and you're listening to Earth SciShow. A brand new research paper introduces a new method for reconstructing global climate variability and its effects on human evolution over the past 2 million years. The method combines two types of data, paleoclimate and paleoanthropology. Paleoclimate data consists of information about past climate conditions such as temperature, rainfall and vegetation that can be derived from various sources such as ice cores, ocean sediments, cave deposits, pollen records and fossils of plants and animals. These data provide clues about how the climate changed over time and space and how it influenced the ecosystems and habitats that humans lived in. Paleoanthropological data consists of information about past human populations such as fossils, stone tools, DNA sequences, and archaeological artifacts. These data provide clues about how humans looked like, behaved, related, and dispersed over time and space. It also looks at how they adapted to different environments and challenges. And by combining these two types of data, the researchers developed a supercomputer model that simulates the history of global climate variability over the past 2 million years, as well as the possible distribution and movement of five major human species. These include Homo erectus, Homo heidelbergensis, Homo neanderthalensis, Homo sapiens, and early African Homo. The last one is a group that includes Homo ergasta and Homo habilis. The model uses a probabilistic approach that accounts for uncertainty in both data types as well as other factors such as mutation rates, sample rates, extinction rates, and migration rates. The models produce maps of suitable habitats for each human species based on their ecological preferences and tolerances. These maps show where and when each species could have existed or expanded based on the climate conditions. The model also produces maps of overlap between different human species based on their geographic ranges. These maps show where and when different species could have interacted or interbred with each other on their spatial proximity. So I guess the main question is what did they find? And what do their findings imply for our understanding of human evolution? Well, one of the main findings is that climate change played a key role in shaping the origin and dispersal of human species. According to the model, climate change created windows of opportunity for human expansion into new regions or habitats, as well as barriers or bottlenecks for human survival or migration in others. 
For example, their model suggests that Homo erectus originated in Africa around 1.9 million years ago during a period of high rainfall variability that created diverse habitats across the continent. This may have favoured the evolution of larger brains, longer legs and more complex tools and a greater adaptability in this species. Homo erectus then expanded out of Africa around 1.8 million years ago during a period of global cooling that reduced forest cover and increased grassland cover in Eurasia. When you couple this with their ability to run with endurance, it may have facilitated their migration across open landscapes. Another example is that Homo sapiens originated in Africa around 300,000 years ago during similar conditions for Homo erectus, with their periods of high rainfall variability that created diverse habitats across the continent. This would have favoured the evolution of larger brains, more complex culture, language, art and symbolism in the species. Homo sapiens then expanded out of Africa around 100,000 years ago during a period of global warming that increased forest cover in Eurasia. This may have facilitated their migration across wooded landscapes using their cognitive and social skills. A third example is that Homo neanderthalensis originated in Europe around 400,000 years ago during a period of global cooling. This would have increased ice cover and reduced vegetation cover in the northern hemisphere. This may have favoured the evolution of robust bodies, large noses, thick fur and fire use in this species. They then went off to expand into Asia around 300,000 years ago during a period of global warming that increased forest cover in Eurasia. This may have facilitated their migration across wooded landscapes using their hunting and foraging skills. These are just some of the examples of how climate change influenced the origin and dispersal of human species. The model also suggests that climate change affected the interactions and interbreeding between different humans. For instance, their model suggests that Homo sapiens and Homo neanderthalensis overlapped in Europe and Asia between 40 and 50,000 years ago during a period of global cooling that reduced forest cover and increased grassland cover in Eurasia. This may have helped create opportunities for contact and gene flow between these two species as well as competition and conflict. These results are consistent with some of the existing evidence from fossils, archaeology and genetics that supports the role of climate change in human evolution. However, they are not compatible with some of the alternative hypotheses or interpretations that downplay or dismiss the role of climate change in human evolution. For example, some researchers have argued that human evolution was driven more by social or cultural factors than environmental ones or that human evolution was more gradual and continuous than punctuated by climatic events. The researchers acknowledge that their model has some limitations and challenges. For example, it depends on accurate reconstructions of past climate conditions, which may vary depending on the source or method of paleoclimate data. It also depends on accurate estimations of ecological preferences and tolerances of human species. These may vary depending on the source or method of paleoanthropological data. It also does not account for other factors that may have influenced human evolution, such as genetic drift, sexual selection, cultural transmission, or niche construction. However, they do point out some advantages and opportunities of their model. For example, it's flexible and easy to update with new or revised data from both paleoclimate and paleoanthropology. It also provides a full probabilistic distribution for habitat suitability and species overlap, which can be used to test hypotheses or generate predictions about human evolution. Moreover, it can be applied to other groups of organisms beside humans, as long as they have paleoclimate and paleoanthropological data. So there you have it. 
A new method for reconstructing global climate variability and its effects on human evolution over the past two million years. I hope you enjoyed this episode of our podcast and learned something new about our amazing ancestors and relatives and their history. It's fascinating to know that the earth itself may have played a vital role in how one chose to walk one way or the other. I've left some articles in the description of this podcast in case you want to do some more reading on this research. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this, please follow, subscribe and share this with your friends. It really helps the channel. I'm your host, Mr. Earth Guy. And remember, stay curious. Thank you.